recording. Can you believe it? It's still sunny a week later. <laughs> it's the sun rises every day, my friend. It's a miracle. It's all I need is a miracle. It is. It is. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm just good. How are you? I'm good. I closed my um, stint at this really big comedy bar. At the Boom. Yes. Yes. I'm... I've heard great things about it. Have you? I I've heard you've been on fire, not literally, which I was glad to find out. That would have been a great set. Like for, I mean... for my next set, I will be literally on, on fire. fire. Yeah. No. Uh, it was a good. It was a good stint. It was a good um, five night engagement. Nice. Yes, uh, it was great. I got to hang out with really. Um, I loved this um, uh, Colombian comedian who came to join the show, Pamela Ospina. Oh yeah, she's great. I she was amazing. I loved her. I, I saw her at the open mic. Yeah, I love her material. I love her delivery. She's great, even with the language barrier. Because even though she speaks Spanish, she speaks a very specific Colombian Spanish. Yes. So even with that, she was making making them laugh, and she was she's lovely. I loved her. Loved working with her. Uh, we also had Hanno Bustos working with us. Yes, um, who's also in my team for the for the troop. Oh, you're thing. coaching him. Yeah, yes. I am oh, coaching him. oh, I, I have to ask you. I'm yes. going to ask you. Have you like um, sabotaged another team? No. Not sabotaged, but like, have you discussed specific strategies against specific comedians? Not really. I mean. I mean, the format is like literally roast is the important part. So you're gonna have like five. I don't think it's gonna be. I because they already released the rules. Like they released the, the rules. most points is the roast. Yes, but you can only challenge for roast if you lose. And there and the and the thing is made so that you have to challenge. Mm-mm. Yes, because you have more points. I think it's not gonna be no. Here's the thing. People are not thinking strategically. And I was telling my team about this late. Uh, The way it works, dear listener, is for this upcoming uh, stand-up competition, you have groups of stand-up comedians, troops. Yeah, and and you're going to go, no matter how large your troop is, you go four against four. Four against four. And you do five-minute set. You're graded. And then three points are given for the best five-minute set. The loser can then issue... A roast challenge where you do five roasts, five jokes yeah. against the other comedians. Whoever wins that gets four points. Yes. But here is the thing. Let's imagine that I am going against... Um, I mean, no who's, one's, who's a really good roaster? They're not going to know anyone, so just say no, but, a name. But who's a, no, but who's a really good roaster? I don't know. They're, I mean, they're all new. <laughs> Let's say Ivan Mendoza. Okay, Ivan, Ivan Mendoza, Mendoza, who is an amazing roaster, really quick mind. Yes. He can think of roasts just on the spot. Yes. Let's imagine I go against him. Five minute set, five minute set. They're both decent. His is a bit better. He gets the three points. And I know he's a killer. When it comes to roasts. Now, I could challenge for the roast. Yeah. But the chances are, and I'm going to say this in all honesty, I'm so happy he's on my team. I'm not going to win. Yeah. I'm not going to win. Yeah, but, you, you, but the thing is, you're thinking logically, strategically. And again, and I'm pretty sure you could beat anyone in front of you in a roast battle. I'm pretty sure that anyone in that... In the roaster, I'm thinking of the new ones. that I'm, I mean, there's very few that I would see... Uh, not being intimidated by you in a, in a roast I'm battle. not that good at it. I'm, I'm very like. You say this. You say this. Well, and we'll yet, see. We'll just and yet, consistently, see. you bring it. You, you, you bring really good material. We will talk here about here and in other places. So, and yes, you might think, okay, I'm not gonna win, so I'm not gonna do the roast. Yeah. But you're gonna be there, and they're gonna, and the same, the the producer is gonna push for you to roast because yes. that's. That's actually the pull of the show. Yeah. Seeing comedians you don't know roast each other because yeah. people in Mexico don't understand that roasts are only fun when you see someone that is, you know getting roasted. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You're thinking strategically. No one else is. Everyone else is thinking that the important part, because point-wise it is, is the roast part. Yes. Agreed. We'll see how it goes. Tomorrow's the first uh, competition. Are you guys competing in the first competition? No. Actually, I'm... Oh, my God. I got some shows in Puerto Vallarta, so I don't think I'll be here. For tomorrow? For the actual... For the actual. Yeah, our coach is not going to be here either. I need to I need to find someone to we lost replace Cojo. me. And who's replacing him? Mau Nieto. 
Wow. One hell of a roaster. What? When has Mao Nieto roasted anyone? Me. He roasted me. Oh, really? When I was in did, he, did he do anything other than saying, hey, you're stupid? No. Mao Nieto's... I mean, I'm I, sorry. He's on Netflix. You can watch him. I don't particularly care for, care for Mao Nieto's comedy. I'm just going to say about the roasts. When I was roasted by him in La Logia, La Logia is pretty mm-hmm. much the same thing, except more established comedians roast you. Yeah. The three best roasts of the evening, they were all written by yeah. him, and they had me crying with laughter. Color me surprised. <laughs> well, he was, he was funny. My favorite one was, wow, Carmen Aristegui has really turned it around. She looks like a woman now. Okay. It was funny. I wow. Laughed. Yeah. This dude looks like a lady. That sounds like something. But it's in the delivery. Come on. I mean, I'm sorry. Again, I don't really care for Maunieto's comedy. Uh, Maunieto's also, like, not really in the best standing with me because I've had to explain to him several times why he, this shit he says is transphobic. So, okay. anyway. Well, I haven't seen his... So, anyway, let me introduce my co-host. You've heard of Panic at the Disco. Get ready for anxiety everywhere else. It's Luis Augusto. Very good. Very good. Because I wouldn't be caught dead at a disco. It's just anxiety everywhere. Very nice. And let me introduce my co-host, Martin Leon. A man who lives for the applause. Now, if he could only manage to live off it. Oh, if only. (laughs) You see? If only. So anyway. Like Maunieto does, by the way. Oh, yeah. This is why I feel comfortable to- like, <laughs> talking shit about him because he's doing way better than I am. All right. Uh, so anyway, uh, our Mexican certified for the day, people, is what I'm doing right now. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, actually, the opposite. Don't drink the water. Don't drink the water. Uh, for some reason, uh, I mean, it. yeah, th- there's this idea that you come to Mexico and you shouldn't even like come close to water. I mean, we did talk about Xochimilco last time and the toxic water. Yes. So there may be maybe point. you shouldn't drink that water. No one should drink that water. It will not do anything. Well, it might give you the powers of Xochimilco man. Well, yes, the man who can. Like the fastest trajinera in the he West. He can sell you an elote whilst sailing. <laughs> it's not easy. Not an easy task. I, I actually, uh, one of my, one of, Adriana Chavez is, uh, one of my best comedian friends. Uh, she, she lives in, her, her family is from Sochimilco, so sometimes she goes visit. And one time I went with her. And the whole point of the trip, she was like, you need to go to the marketplace, to the mercado, because they have great food. So I went there, and the whole time I was thinking we're gonna go to the marketplace and have some food. And then, and, and the point is, I was gonna pick her up, and then I was gonna, we we're gonna come back in my car to a show we had together and then as we were coming back I was like so where's the marketplace and she had totally forgotten about that so like I just went and picked her up and brought her back oh. I had no nothing to show for it it's it's okay it's fine it's it's a fine thing I'll survive my family we lived in such a meal girl for a very 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 long time so anyway don't drink the water yeah Americans love to love to do that it's a gag that shows up in every you know, like t- sitcoms and TV shows, they love to do the Mexico episode. They yeah. love to do the holidaying in Mexico episode. So I remember, for example, one one show that did it right was uh, the show Monk, which I really liked. Okay. Yeah. With, um, what's his name? Tony Shalhoub. Yeah. Who is so good. He's so funny. He's one and, of those actors that you don't wouldn't think he's as funny as you think he is. And then he turns out to be hilarious. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, you know, he visited Mexico and he was panicking about the water, but it was played for laughs because he was panicking about the water. So he brought cases and cases of his brand of water. And it, he eventually became sick anyway for a completely different reason. So it was right. like, because he's this hypochondriac person and so on, which I relate to. Um, <laughs> but then, for example, you have the, the shows where, like... Um, my my boyfriend, he really he really likes Sex and the City. He's a big yeah. fan of it. I hate it. It's disgusting. And they did the, the movie in the Sex and the City movie. They take a trip to Mexico, and they're all like, "Don't drink the water! Don't drink the water!" And there was one of them. I don't remember which one, but one of them who was very persnickety about not drinking the water. He was really careful, like brushing her teeth with Avian, kind yeah. of careful. And then she takes a shower and she opens her mouth whilst taking the shower and she becomes deathly ill because for some reason water in Mexico is not safe I, I, I remember I saw Sex and the City movie as a date with a guy that nothing ever happened with him but I don't remember that she becomes ill from the water yes wow she becomes ill well, from she, the shouldn't, she shouldn't go to Flint then anyway yeah <laughs> definitely not Flint definitely but yeah. No, yeah I mean 
I mean, again, we... Do you drink tap water? No. No, I don't. I mean, I have. I mean, I, I do it with my coffee. I do it with... Because um, I do have, like, the... Is it called... No, it's not a French press. The French press is the other one. The Italian coffee thing. Yeah. Uh, I will... I mean, since it's boiled, I will use... It should be safe. It should be safe. No, like... um, And, like... In general, I, I've I've had uh, okay, because uh, like a lot of friends of mine, like when you went to their house, like you ask for a glass of water, they would just open the top and give you water. And I'm alive, mostly. You mostly. <laughs> I've I've drunk from the tap sometimes, and when you brush your teeth, you have a filter here. So I you, do have, you have a tap water, and then you filter it. I filter the tap okay. water. Yes, because it, here's the thing: for a very, very, very long time. Water in Mexico, specifically water in Mexico City, was not safe. No. The conditions, the... the, of the what's it called? Uh, the, the reservoir. There reservoir. was a reservoir north of the city. The conditions were not ideal, and there were a lot of people, and that meant a lot of shit in the water, and it, sometimes literally... And also the, like, the pipes bring in the water. Yeah. So it was for a long time, and even today, Mexico... And Mexico City in particular is one of the world's lead- leading consumers in bottled water. Okay. Like a lot of people will not drink tap water, even though tap water is actually quite safe these days to drink. Yes. Uh, like I brush my teeth with tap water. I mean, I brush my teeth with tap water my day. whole life. Yeah. And like I've you know I've done the gargle thing with the. And the and the thing is, you do the you do the thing, and when you're brushing your teeth, you're creating very very small. Um, wounds in your gums that's why they you know they used to tell me i don't know if this is even true because i've never heard of a case of someone actually acquiring hiv from oral sex i believe there is no actual case of i'm pretty, HIV. I'm pretty sure if there is it's one of those like weird scenarios where yeah. like the guy had just gone to the dentist or something yeah or, like yeah it's such a weird or, you know he's one of those cutters that just i remember i did some research once and i didn't find a case maybe there they exist but i didn't find a case i did this research obviously after having a one night stand yeah. with someone and i was like oh my god I, i've got the aids um but then i, I didn't have the aids <laughs> but of course <laughs> But I've done it, like, I brush my teeth three times a day with tap water, and it doesn't, yeah. like, it hasn't made me sick. I don't live with diarrhea. Maybe I'm just resistant now, because that's a true thing. Like, there, was well, a, there was a comedian, uh, Andrea Ortega Lee, a.k.a. Manchita, who does a joke about how uh, one time she was, like, so hungover that she was in a shower, and she opened her mouth. And I think it does end up with her, like, getting some sort of disease. But, I, like, I always thought, like... I mean, you're in the shower. I mean, it's not like you're going to be drinking, but, like, you're, like, get a glass and do-do-do, but, like, some water's going to get in your mouth. You're not sealed. Yeah, I don't... Vacuum sealed. I don't drink the water. I don't drink the water either, but what I'm saying is, like, you're in the shower, and, like, at some point... Like you, you might get some. It's like when you're in the pool, and no matter what you do, you're gonna get some. some it's one get. of these things that you do out of custom. Like I'm pretty sure if I stopped using the filter and I just drank tap water, I would tell you that nothing um, would happen to me. I would tell you that I, I do think, especially the water in Morelos, which is where uh, I, I lived for a while. I, I do find the the taste was really, really metallic. And I know for a fact that there is a higher metal. Uh, presence like not enough to be like any in any sort of danger but it, yeah. it does taste different and i do think that you do kind of get accustomed to the taste of bottled water and then since you you connect the taste of tap water to something bad yeah. like you immediately because like in monterrey what my what my grandma used to do she would like they would just boil a whole bunch of tap water and then that would be the yeah, water to wound. kill any bacteria yeah, that could and, be there. Because they do tell you, like you know, like you know, like whatever, like you just boil it, it'll be fine. It'll you be know? fine. It should be. And I, and I have friends who are who are doing that who are doing that now. But sometimes the taste, as you say, the taste is off. Like for example, I've I've been many times to Madrid because my family's uh, they're all from Spain and. Madrid, they always tell you all the water comes from like uh, subterranean springs and it's very pure and you can drink it right off the, off the tap. And you know, most developed countries, you can do the same thing like in Australia or whatever. But the water in Madrid tastes a bit like sulfur. That's yeah. a, that's a normal thing. 
It's a, a, not a lot. It doesn't smell like rotten eggs or anything, but you do feel a little bit of a taste. Okay. Eventually, you get used to it. But a lot of people will buy the water, the, the bottled water, because of the because of the taste. But yeah. here in Mexico, we have this huge thing. Like people will travel to Mexico and they will like don't drink the water, avoid yeah. it. Like. My my best friend's uh, husband like even, like, he even visits. In, like even in in because uh, like most vacation episodes are not in Mexico City they're like Cancun or like one of those like vacation towns and even then they're like oh don't drink don't the water don't drink the water like and, and and again it's like you like this thing with the woman and like oh my god you you open your mouth in a shower and, and you got E. coli exactly done exactly and meanwhile again it's not like the water situation in all of the U S is. That ideal. No, but I, I still filter my water out of some kind of superstition. The filter I have, I was uh, wondering about what filter to got to buy, and then my my boyfriend said we should get that one, and I say why, and he said because it was designed for India, and I was like oh. That has wow. to be good then. It has yeah. to be good. So we all have these weird prejudices. Like why, what makes me think that water in India is worse than water, worse than water in Mexico? Which yeah. part of India? Which part of Mexico? Like it all depends. Which part of the States? Are you getting, you know, poisoned Erin Brockovich style with radioactive metal? Yeah. Also, I think there's also thing like, of course, the government's going to say that the water's clean, you know, and you, you. They can't not say it. But here in Mexico, actually, for a long time, they said it. They just didn't come out and say it openly. But for a long time, there were campaigns on TV and everything saying, remember to purify your water, either boiling it or adding a couple of drops of chlorine. Yeah, I remember that. Or whatever that. So this was the government actually saying, like, be safe around the water. Yeah. So even our government sometimes goes, don't drink the water. Yes. So, so, so maybe, maybe there's some truth to the story. Some stereotype. truth to the story. Anywho, so anywho, when you come, don't bring your own bottled water. We sell very good bottled water over here. Yes. And also, if the hotel says the water's drinkable, it probably is. Also, you're going to eat tacos after the water. You're going to get sick eventually. <laughs> the how do you call it the Mocte, uh, Moctezuma revenge. Moctezuma's revenge. I did like that. I don't I remember who said that. Uh, that I don't remember where they were from. It's like I wasn't even one of the conquistadores. What the hell? Why the hell Moctezuma has against me? That's funny. Uh, so anyway, that was the Mexican stereotype. Don't drink the water. So on to the main thing of the episode. We're going to talk about Harry Potter. Harry Potter. Uh, Why are we talking about Harry Potter? Because we like pop things. And we like... Do you like Harry Potter? You're wearing a Harry Potter shirt right now. I am wearing a Harry it Potter It says, once don't kill wizards, wizards kill wizards. It serves a double purpose because I am against gun control. Okay. And I am in favor of Harry Potter. So okay. <laughs> actually, I'm against gun control. You are against gun control? Yes. I mean, I think... Controversial. As I with know. everything, it's a, it's a thing where, I mean, there needs to be control. It's like... Being against laws. I'm against some laws, yeah. but I'm not against laws in general. I am not... A, I, like, I found a lot of people who go, but how can you be against... Uh, how can you be pro-gun if you're gay? And I'm like, I, I fail to see the connection. Well, as a minority, guns are more than likely to be in the hands of our oppressors than in ours. Yes, but that's why I'm against it. Because I think... Every gay person With in the gun? world should have a gun. Uh, they should okay. be issued, and I think they should be with, you know, glittery. Yeah. They no, should be glittery no, guns, no, no, no. like a glittery desert eagle. Okay. No, let's not go that far. Like, I don't want a, I don't want a gun, though. A glittery gun. No, but... Like, I don't want the necessity for a gun. No, here's my logic. Here's my logic. Imagine that the government issues every single homosexual with a glittery Glock 7. Okay. You don't have to carry it with you. Okay. Maybe only 25% of gays carry it with okay. them. Maybe only 10% of gays yes. carry it with them. But then, the asshole who's going to throw a bottle at a gay person, as has happened to me, yes. they missed, because straight people and drunk, they yeah. missed, but they threw a bottle at me, because I was kissing a man. Yeah. I can think of no other reason. I wasn't wearing particularly offensive clothing back then. Um, okay. If one in 10 gays has a gun... Those assholes are going to think twice. No, if one in ten gays has a gun, those assholes are going to do way more Orlando pulses. What? No. Yes. Do you think that the pulse would have happened if they thought that half the people at that club had guns? I think you would have had twice the guns. 
What do you mean twice the guns? I mean, he would have. I think he would have gone thinking these people had guns. It's still, it's still more. one man. He can only hold two guns at the same time. And by the way, yeah, but that, that's, that, that's kind of, that's you kind of, can't that's fire two thing. guns at the same time. Did you know that? I mean, you I'm, can't. I mean, I haven't tried. I'm not gonna try. I'm not. I mean, not properly anyway. I don't. I don't. I don't see the logic of that. I just see a lot of a lot of a lot of more a, a lot more. Domestic disputes among gay people ending with some, one of the two getting shot. <laughs> I don't trust people. With and there's another reason to support it. See, uh, yeah. it's all everyone, Homo- homophobes are now very into the idea now. Uh, no, no. I mean, again, within reason. I think within reason. Obviously, there needs to be regulation. I do believe in yeah. regulation. I don't think that everyone should be able to acquire a, an automatic rifle at a Walmart or any, I really don't believe in that. But I do think that a lot of the violence here in Mexico happens because there's the people without the guns who are waiting for the police to protect them with the guns and the police don't protect them. Why do you call the police? If there is an armed robbery, if there is a shooting going on right outside on the streets, why do you call the police? Because they have guns. That's literally the reason you're doing it. You're not doing it because... Yeah, but that that doesn't solve the problem because the thing is, well... The shootout is happening because there's not enough gun control. Because a lot of people got guns that shouldn't get guns. Yeah, but for, I'm talking about Mexico. I will also say, I mean, I like this phrase, which is like, the person that says that a good person with a gun stops a bad person with a gun is a person that's trying to sell two guns. Probably. So, probably, that's yeah. my, that, no, that's guns my, that's are my, a business. That's, that, no, they, I mean, and they will, they'll, they'll be forever. I mean, that kind of thing, like, I don't... Here's the thing. In Mexico, guns are illegal. Mm, yeah. You cannot buy a gun and you cannot legally own a gun unless very specific cases such yeah. as police and military. Yeah. And yet, yeah. we have tons of gun violence. So tell me what gun control has done for this country. Fuck well, off. of course. Well, Fuck be- off. I mean, again, it's because it, just putting something in a book, just saying, please don't hit the gays. Because right now it's illegal to kill people too. I mean, you can write a lot of shit. Yes. You need to actually implement the law. And how do you implement the law when you're trying to track down people who are armed to the teeth with illegal weapons? How are you going to stop I mean, them? but I'm not going to do it. I don't know why I should be the... Now, how are we, you, you, the general, you, the people, not you, Martin? How are you going to save the country? I mean, now? yes, of course the people that need to go against, against people with guns need to have guns. I never, I never said that I sh- that police shouldn't have guns. But uh, here's the thing. I think police shouldn't have guns because police are most often criminals in this, in this country. Okay, again, but then the answer isn't just give every, not gun control. More in gun, fact, yeah. in fact, I think you're doing a great argument as to why gun control should be the main thing. But, but a, a gun control that actually controls guns. Yes, but gun control that actually controls guns requires guns. Yes, of course, but that's controlled guns. I think if because every, other because if every because woman it's, but it seems were like, issued a gun. no it, if every like again it's been it's been proved women with guns usually have those guns taken away from them and shot with them what yes because you are carrying a weapon and if people know you're carrying the weapon then they know that they just need to reach into your purse take it and now they have well that's your why they have holsters a holster is there so that nobody can take it from you okay. The, you need so you, nice holster. So you so you want everyone Combine to have a gun. You want to have everyone to have a gun. I don't want. You want everyone to have proper gun education. Which yes, good luck with definitely. that. Yeah. You have everyone to have proper gun accessories. So again, good luck with that. Yes. Uh, so again, it seems like you're just arguing to have ve- not only not only gun control, but a very 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 controlled version of gun control. A very you want everyone to have guns and to everyone exist in a society where guns are controlled to the point where no one is holding a gun illegally and no one's holding a gun in a way that can be used against them. Agreed. So that is gun control. Yes, it's just gun control in the other direction, but yes. No, it is gun control. That's what gun control aims for. It aims for people to be able to defend themselves. It aims for people because, I mean, here's the thing. Are you going to give... If you give every woman a gun, are you going to give it also to women who might not be, you know, who might not be... In their capacity no, to use No, I gun- believe in background checks, but I, okay. do think, I do think that if you if every woman, let's imagine in this dream scenario, yeah. every woman in the city is given a gun. Yes. Even a non-lethal. Let's start with non-lethal, because killing people, that's a whole other thing. My people get also worked up about yeah. people dying. So, 
a non-lethal gun, but a definitely like a taser gun. Yeah. Imagine the government issues every woman with a taser gun. Yeah. What would happen to harassment? If you give every woman a taser gun, every man's going to start carrying a bigger taser. Okay, so you give the women bigger tasers. And then what happens? Give them enough so that they at least there is a there's an never even gonna, playing field. I mean, there's never going to be an even playing field because the moment you give them one of them of a tool to defend themselves, the quote unquote other side is going to start looking. It's not they're not going to see that as a deterrent. They're going to see that as an obstacle. As it is, that's how they look at it. Because women do carry pepper spray, even though it's illegal. Yes, I'm, uh, I'm in favor of that as well, by the way. They do carry pepper spray, and they do carry several ways to defend themselves. But the reason is, the thing is, why aren't we creating a society in which women don't have to carry weapons in order to defend themselves? Oh, that would be, oh, that would be plan A. Definitely plan yeah. A. I just don't think that in a country like this, in our particular situation, forbidding the civilian population, the responsible civilian population, let's get rid of the wackos and so on, forbidding the civilian population from having a gun in a country that is so full of illegally acquired guns from the States, most of them, and so on. Like, I think people being able to legally... Would you feel safer with a gun? Me, yes. Oh, God, yes. Definitely. Definitely. Because if I'm sleeping... With my boyfriend, if yeah. we're asleep and we hear someone breaking into the house, I want a fighting chance yes. because if they have a gun, but then again, I want to fight. Again, yes, absolutely. Again, you wouldn't if they know. You I mean, wouldn't feel safer. I don't. I, I don't know how to use a gun. So. No, no, no. I mean, imagining you've been trained for it, you can shoot and. I mean, the, the thing shot. is that every scenario that I, that I can come up with is, I mean, is well, maybe I have a gun, but maybe there are two of them with two guns. Yes. Absolutely. And, you know, but like, that gives you a fighting and chance. I, and I, yeah, but I, I don't want the fighting chance. I want to live in a place where I don't have to worry about break-ins. Absolutely. But we and, the thing, and the thing is, if I have a gun and he has a gun, I don't think that two dead people is better than a society where people don't kill themselves. I think two dead intruders are better than... Well, uh, and also, I don't know who they are. They're getting into my house. Yeah, I know. Why are they getting into my house? Because they want your stuff. Maybe they want my stuff. Maybe they want to kill me. Okay, they want they want to kill you. Usually, it's the it's the other one. Usually, they want your stuff. It's usually the other one. Yes, yes. I agree. and usually they're breaking up, they're, they're breaking into your house. They usually which is you. why when you're gun trained, you know that you never step out into the living room with your gun to stop them. You stay in the room with your family. You stay in the room with your family. You establish a, a an usually an area with a single entrance. Okay. And you wait to see if they take the things and they leave. Many times they will, because they will not go into the bedroom. Robbers will rarely go into the bedroom. Because okay. an actual robber... This is all about gun culture, learning how to use guns. Most robbers will not go into the bedroom if they think that there's people in there, because it's too much of a hassle. Even if they have guns, they would rather just get in, get out. Yeah, It's easier for everyone. So they take my stuff, they take my computers lying on the dining table they take my i don't know if they know that i have some really valuable rare books maybe they take my rare books i don't know what they take they take the stuff and they fuck off if they do that i don't have a problem but while they do that and while i hear people breaking the glass and breaking into my into my place i put my family behind a wall and i stand behind the wall aiming at the door and if someone comes through that door that means they don't care about whether or not i'm there which means their intentions are violent against me which means i can shoot and if i get a shot i will take it so yes i would feel safer me personally i would feel safer having a gun being responsible with it cleaning it properly maintaining it properly keeping the ammo in a separate place from the gun keeping the safety on unless like All of these things that you can learn to do. But yeah, me, absolutely, I would sleep so much, so much better being able to have a gun. Because the only people... Then why aren't, then why aren't you, like, actually lobbying for gun civilians, for civilians being armed in Mexico? Can I? Yes, you can. How can I? I mean, first of all, there's a lot of civilians in Mexico with guns. I know this because... Illegal guns. I know, but they, they, they have them. And now they're doing this whole campaign to get, to, like, get people to give... Of the guns yes. in several places. Yes. So they do. So yeah, it's illegal, but like a lot of things in a lot of places, being illegal again doesn't mean it magically stops happening. No, that's the problem. That's my main problem. That if you looked, if you were able to see, you know, who's got guns in a, a mile wide radius around this house, most of the people are criminals. Yeah. But most of them have them for the same reason you would have them. 
I would love to think that way. Maybe exactly. they do. But when criminals have a gun, they don't get a gun to defend themselves. And the people who who can get a gun easier in this country are criminals. Yeah. It's the easiest way to get one. Okay. I would like So why wouldn't you break the law to keep your family safe if that is what you think is going to keep your family safe? Well, first of all because I wouldn't feel comfortable breaking a law. Like okay. I, although I've thought about this. I'm not going to lie. I've thought about getting myself a gun, although I would have to discuss it with my partner obviously because I have to make sure that he's comfortable with me owning yes. owning a firearm in the house because that's not a, a decision that I would make on my yeah. own. The thing the thing is my sister's husband, Texas. Yeah. Um well he's actually from New York, so I shouldn't say Texas. Yeah. But he owns two guns actually. And and he's very um we've gone and we've gone to shooting range and everything and I think he has a gun for the same reason that you have a gun. At would you would have a gun? Yeah, I don't uh, have a gun. You don't have a gun. Uh what about those guns? No. <laughs> Them guns right here. Um I like how now we talk about gun control. But I like anyhow, it. It's a good it's, it's spontaneous. Uh, Let's spontaneous. keep going. Let's yeah. keep going. No, but what 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 is going for is I mean, yeah, I get I get in that specific scenario. Having a gun might make you feel safer. Yes. I think that as long as we're putting those scenarios before plan A, which is don't have that scenario. Absolutely. I I would much rather not have that scenario. We would st- but as long as we're still putting that scenario before plan A, then people are going to say, well then we have to have guns. All I'm saying is Mexico should allow civilians to legally and responsibly own guns. Yeah. Make a background check. I have no criminal record in this country. Uh, <laughs> that's a story for another episode. <laughs> I've no re- criminal record in this country. Uh, you know, I'm not recently divorced. Like these things that they do, where it's like statistically you're more likely to use the gun for something other than defending yourself. Yeah. So I would like to be able to apply get the proper paperwork yeah. register the gun to me so that if, if it's misused i'm responsible yeah. when it's, again it's gun control it's gun, <laughs> no it is gun control what i mean by gun control is like i'm pro, i didn't say i'm against gun control necessarily i'm just pro gun mm-hmm. the idea that i should be able to buy a gun legally yeah. because if someone breaks into my house and they have a gun they have it already and they didn't go through any uh, control to But get how to do you it. know they didn't acquire legally sorry How do you know they didn't acquire it legally? Because you can't acquire a gun legally in this country. I meant I meant if you can legally acquire a gun mm-hmm. in this scenario, then how do you know that the person who did Well, I would trust that they would look into the background of people. So yeah. and they would start with the easy things like have you got a job? Yeah. Which is very easy to prove. Because if there's like Mexican law is rubbish for most things, but the one thing that generally tends to work is tax law. Yeah. In Mexico. So using tax records, they can find out does this guy have employment? That's a good sign that the person is not going to use the gun for personal gain. Mm. So that's first filter. Let's have that be the first filter. Have you got employment? How long have you been employed? Who is your employer? Can your employer write a reference? Yes. That's one filter. Another filter is age. Another filter might be have no, you I mean again, passed a test? I'm all, I'm all for that because that is When I, when I talk about gun control, because I have a Republican aunt in California, and she's... I'm not one, conservative, by the way. Not all liberals are against guns. No, no, no. I, I mean, my, my sister's husband yeah. isn't conservative either. I mean... To a degree. To a degree. Um, what I was saying is my aunt has, you know, this, you know, kind of Republicans. It's like, the Democrats want to take away all of our guns. And I'm like, you're... 60 years old. What are you doing with a gun? <laughs> well, I think that's a reason to have a gun because again, why do guns exist even? The to only kill people. No, but no, yeah, but back, going to the bare bones of it. The reason guns exist and weapons in general yeah. exist is so that your physical capabilities matter a bit less okay. when it comes to combat. So yeah. a sword. You but know, someone who is But let's not bit around the bush. Uh, you can be better at sword fighting and gun fighting than someone else. Yes, but that's that it's less to do with genetics. It's less to do with the person yeah. you are, the body okay. you have. But so you like, can still If I engage someone in a sword fight, he may be two feet 
shorter than I am and he may weigh 40 pounds less than I do. In a body, you know, a fight, a fist fight or a brawl, I have the advantage. I have the weight. I have the muscle. I can throw I mean, in a sword fight, you would still, you're, you're... No, not in a sword fight. Depends. I mean, it depends on the training of him. Exactly. Because... It depends on training. Because naturally it... you would have the same advantage. Like if you both have the same training... It's not a level playing field just because you both get swords. Uh, no, but then again, it, it's, I'm not saying it's perfectly equal, but I do think that the, the distance kind of shortens itself. Like, yeah. I mean, having training. Coming back, short- coming back to that. Okay. Because you're yeah. saying, okay, you, I said 60 year old, like, what are you, what are you doing with the gun? I mean, yeah, I get that you feel safer. I, a 60 year old is fragile. Yeah, maybe too fragile to be shooting a gun. No, but that's the thing. A gun is relatively And again, why do we live in a society where a six-year-old person uh, needs a gun to feel safe? Because we live in here in Mexico. Again, talking about Mexico. She lives in California. Okay. I'm not going to talk about the states because, first of all, I don't know. They have the individual laws for the states. It's insane. And the whole thing about blind people being able to legally hunt and whatever. Okay, yeah. I I get what you're saying, that we live in Mexico. I mean, I get that. But here... Here's the thing. As I said, my aunt is very much an idea. Like, Democrats want to take her guns. And the truth is that, like, a lot of things just, like, background checks. Yes. It's uh, about gun education. Yes. It's about, you know, being able to trace a gun to an owner. Yes. And that's what people are fighting against. And yes. that is what you're for. I am... So it seems like you're for gun control. No, you're just again, being contrary about it. I am it. for gun control. I'm rephrasing. I'm not saying I'm, I'm against gun, gun control. I'm for gun control. But I believe that I am for gun, gun ownership. Yeah. Here in Mexico, gun ownership is illegal. Yes. There is no way you and I, unless we go through corruption and get, yeah. you know, someone to give us... And I'm credit. pretty sure it's not even that much corruption, like considering the amount of guns people have. Yeah, but they have them illegally. Yeah. They're not registered. They buy them in the the black market. Mostly they come from the US. I just cannot stress this enough. Uh, you know, it's, it would be, it would make me feel safer if people were able, and I would like to see what happens to the, uh, to the rate of rape and, uh, sexual assault and robbery and so on. If, I mean, states that have open, like it, we know that it does very little to it. Very little. I don't know. If it's yeah, because you, because it doesn't because people who want to rape are not thinking. Ooh, they have a gun. I'm not going to rape. They're thinking, I have a gun. That's an obstacle I need to overcome if I'm going to rape. Yeah, but it's a harder obstacle to overcome. Yeah, but you know, it's an obstacle they're willing to overcome. Maybe they are, but we maybe they'll lose. have we have the. Maybe they are, but maybe they'll lose. I mean. Yeah, but again, it seems that it, it it's we're tackling the problem way in the this is already a big problem thing and not in the how do we make sure this doesn't happen in the first place thing uh, because coming back to the thing you said like giving every gay guy a gun I wouldn't feel A I considering the amount of uh, considering the amount of like toxicity there is among gay people sometimes I wouldn't feel safer if gay people had guns <laughs> And okay. gay versus gay on gay crime. That would be the new. It wouldn't be. I mean, again, I, I can see the, I mean, the alt right using that. The 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 amount of um, like uh, partner violence between gay people isn't any worse or better than straight people. You know. I don't know. Yeah. I. I'm. Well, I don't know. So, like, I don't know about statistics. Like, I would love to see that statistic because as a general rule, demographically, gay people tend to be better educated. They tend the gay to... people you hang out with. No, no, no. Most no, no, of, no, no. Most of Mexico. No, no, I'm sorry. But like there, there is this just person per, percentage wise. There's the same amount of gay poor people in Mexico as there are poor people in Mexico. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm Absolutely, but people who are demographically speaking, I'm pretty sure this is true, and I can, and maybe I'm wrong, and you can write some hate mail to me, and I can get into my first Twitter fight if you wish. Yeah. Uh, but I believe that demographically, people, gay people who are out, yeah, and therefore have a relationship, and therefore have a, like a, a, a relationship that is open to the world, they tend to be better educated, they tend to be liberal, yeah, they tend to be. Uh, 
pro-education yeah. instead of violence. You know, they tend to be. I mean, yeah, them. but here you're stacking the cards. I mean, yes, it's a stacked. No, you are stacking the cards because you're talking about giving guns to a certain amount of gay people. Again, you're talking about gun control still. Gun control. Yes, I am pro-gun control. I have to say this again. I am pro-gun control, but I'm also pro-gun ownership. And, I, and I'm the same way. You wouldn't sleep. You wouldn't be... Up. I don't know why a gun in my house would make me feel safer. No, you're really. I mean, this is talking about my privilege because I have loads of it. Uh, but I think I've never lived in a house where I would feel that a gun would make the difference between me being safe or not. Oh my God, I don't know. And this is me talking... And I live right now in a neighborhood that isn't particularly like the best neighborhood right now. Uh, and I'm, and I, and I know there's people in that building that own guns legally because we have like military people in the building. Okay. And I'm pretty sure there's some that own them illegally. Um... But, and I'm pretty sure that there's people around that own them, own them illegally because there is crime around where I live. Um, so, right now, like, because I've thought about this. Like, I live, my, I live by myself. I don't have much. But if someone wanted to take my computer or anything, well, that's in my room. You know, like, so, like, if they, if they came in uh, and wanted to take stuff, A, usually burglars in this situation, they wait for you to not be home because they don't want to do the shit. True, true. Which is, again, to my point, if they're going in when you're there, they're either a stupid burglar and add a gun to a stupid Also, I live in a building that's like... I have, like, I live in in an apartment building, so... And in the fourth floor, so there's a lot of things that make me feel safer where I am. That I work... You know, again, it's part of... It's privilege that I... That right now I don't feel in a, I don't live in a place where I would feel safer owning right. a gun. Um, and I, I I live in a very safe building. Yes. I live in a very very safe building. I just think that if someone ever manages to break into this house, their intentions are not just to take a couple of hundred dollars. No. If they go through, like, no. So yeah, I would put my family in a room with a single entrance, and I would be aiming the gun. At the entrance and just wait to see if they go. I wouldn't go out guns blazing. That's stupid. Yeah. That's just not knowing how to use a gun. That's not knowing yeah. how guns work. But I would, yeah, I would feel safe. Yeah, definitely. definitely. And I have to say here that uh, my sister's husband is actually uh, ex-military. I think it's Marine, actually. Uh, so he's been very much trained in everything. Guns. How does he feel about guns? He loves them. He has two of them. Yeah. Uh... He goes to the... I mean, he goes to a shooting range, like... Every, oh, it's so much fun to go to a shooting range. I love it. I suppose. I found it... I mean, I, 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 this, it's one of the most fun I've had with my sister and her husband being with them. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, the thing is... You were mentioning about the knives and whatever. The thing is, you know, you have a knife. And a knife might be a weapon, but a knife is also a tool. Like, knives were created for many purposes. Yes. One of them being... You can defend yourself with them. Yes. Machete, for example, is another thing that's very dangerous in the hand of wrong individual, but it's yes. also like very useful for a lot of things. For a lot of things, yes. Uh, then you have, for example, I mean, but then you have like things like swords and things like, um, guns, which their main, like, they have no purpose other than to hurt other people. Yes. So, it's, it's like. Wouldn't you reach for a knife if someone broke into your house? Let's say someone breaks into your house. You hear them okay. break into your house, and you're in I the think kitchen. That when you're in a panic mode, anything can be a weapon. I would throw my cat at them. But. Yeah, but, <laughs> but I'm asking, like, if you're in the kitchen and you hear someone break into your house, and it's not like oh something broke, like steps, people, house break in. Yeah. You're in the kitchen. Wouldn't you reach for a weapon? I mean, I guess. Why? Because I'm scared and I don't want anything bad to happen to me. Yeah, but why does that weapon help you? I mean, again, I'm not really good. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to throw the knife. I'm not no, good no. at knife throwing. Uh, <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> that would be really... Like, just, that just, would yeah. be a great secret talent to have. That uh, would be a great... If you, if you don't miss, obviously. <laughs> I mean, that's why it's a secret yeah. talent. Yeah. You know, if, if it were a we talent... We should get trained at knife throwing. Uh, yeah. What are we doing talking about guns? <laughs> Nobody ever suspects someone who exactly. has six identical throwing knives exactly. in the kitchen. Exactly. Just like, yeah. That reminds me of a movie with Freddie Prince Jr., The Head Over Heels, where he turns out to be like a spy and he like... 
it's it's a great movie and I love it. it's a romantic okay. comedy. Anyway, so um, you would grab the knife. I would grab the knife. I guess. Why? I mean, I, I don't think I would grab the knife. Actually, I think I would go for something more blunt. I would grab, baseball bat. I would grab. Yeah, I don't have a baseball bat, but I no. Would, but let's imagine you have. One. I have a really heavy. You're a very big guy. I have a really strong. heavy iron skillet. You're a very big guy. Yes. You're very strong. I try to be. Well, you, you go to the gym. You're strong. Yeah. Obviously, in your hands, a baseball bat is more lethal than a yeah. knife. Yeah. You would grab that baseball bat because you're preparing yourself to have the upper hand if it comes to yeah. body-to-body combat. Like, man away, man away. No, I get all that. So. So why wouldn't you just take it a step further and have something that it, you can use at a distance, therefore keeping yourself safer? And it's... Well, because again, I'm just, it's because I'm, just, because again, I'm just thinking in a situation where if, again, you say, okay, usually this happens, blah, blah, blah. But if he actually comes and he wants to harm you and you live in a society where he knows that you might have a gun, well, unless, again, unless he's stupid, which, you know, that he might, might be, yeah. he might be, he's going to be planning for you to have a gun. Yes. So he will bring his own gun. Exactly. So, and if he's already doesn't mind breaking the law in going into your house to try and kill you, he probably doesn't mind the, in breaking the law in order to have a better gun to kill you with. Yes. But that, that's what that's when, you know... So the, play, so the playing field is never going to be level because the person who actually wants to hurt you is going to make sure it isn't. We're talking now about a person who specifically wants to hurt you. Yes. If they're going in, they're a hitman. Yes, I yeah, am a very important person. Yeah, they're, they're a hitman and they're actually sending and, people yeah. to w- kill. What you don't know is that it's never going to happen because I have a very beautiful bodyguard who's going to save me before anything bad happens. Yeah, and is that bodyguard armed? <laughs> of course. There you with go. With the power of love. Oh, with the power of love. <laughs> now, of course, look, I would love for Mexico to be Canada yeah. or Australia. Even though Canadians have a lot of guns, they just have they a lot do. of education. Yeah. Australia, very few guns. The UK, very few guns. I would love for Mexico to be that. I would love it because then in Australia, if someone breaks into your house, you know that the chances of them bringing a gun to a break-in are slim to none. So if by any chance they break in while you're there, the safest thing you can do if you're in a house is just get out the window and just let them take whatever they want. And if I lived at the ground floor, I would do that, by the way. like, I've, Have you had a gun pointed at your face? No. I, I have. Wait. Well, we never, we were never sure if it was. We, we got a mugged once in Condesa, but we have a theory that it wasn't actually a gun. Yeah, I, I that had, might just be. I had a gun. Your, it could have been a toy gun. I mean, you don't know if it was that, loaded. Exactly. You don't want to find out. Exactly. I had a gun pointed at me. It was a. It was a. I was mugged. It was a hold up. I gave them everything. I was very, kind of, you know, surprisingly calm. I mean, the hysterics didn't come until maybe an hour or two later. But I was very calm. I was like, what do you want? What do you want? Yeah. It's, it's all fine. It's all fine. I even took my distance a little bit. Like, it's just, it's just fine. What do you want? My phone. Here's my phone. My wallet. Here's my wallet. Uh, just anything. My shoes. Do you want my shoes? Do you want anything? He was very aggressive. He was, like, very intimidating. He could have, he could have dispensed with the swearing. If I'm honest, like the gun was enough. The gun was just like in comedy. It was just like you, 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 like you could dispense with the swearing. You don't need the swearing. It works. Like it's just, it's just. That's how you should start your next class. (laughs) A good joke is like a good robbery. (laughs) You can dispense with the swearing. What what I'm I'm doing, what I'm doing right now is a good joke. Is like writing a joke is like falling in the shower, shower, because like it's only funny if you catch yourself. Otherwise, yeah, there you go. Otherwise, it's yeah, that's it. And it's like it's very it it makes you feel so defenseless and so helpless. And yeah. Obviously, if I even if I had a gun holstered to to my side, if someone is pointing at me, knowing about guns, I know that I cannot reach for the gun, remove the safety, and shoot in time for it to be effective. So, what do you want? Oh, you want this? Here it is: wallet, shoes, whatever. Just take it. But it's such a moment of defenselessness. And that's just me. I really don't really, I don't really give a fuck about myself. But then my family, if I'm taking care of my dad who is handicapped, I yeah. mean, fuck it. Yeah, I'm going to kill a guy. I'm, I'm going to kill it. And I want a gun to kill a guy. Like if someone's threatening to hurt my family, yeah, fuck. I have no qualms in saying this. He dead. Yeah. On the floor. And I wouldn't miss, like, seriously, I would be able to remove myself from anxiety medication for a month from how how calmly I would sleep 
if someone's doing like threatening my sister or my mother or my father, like I, I just just yeah, gun. The thing is, again, like, you know, we're coming. Give me a gun. You're going into this all of these hypothetical situ- situations in, in which I'm going. Okay, yeah, in that specific scenario, sure. But in many other cases, you don't need the gun, which is and where again, gun and, education and, and, comes and, and, in. And again, especially with all the news, and this is this is only like, yes, there's shootouts and everything. It's like if. You, like more guns, it just means there's more chances of, th- of things going wrong with a gun. Well, yeah. Again, I I wish we were the UK. The thing is, we already have the guns, and we cannot get rid of them. But you're just adding more guns to the mix. But how? Yeah. But how do you get rid of the guns that you have? How do you reach this utopia? Yeah, but you're not giving the guns to people that want to get rid of guns. You you just saying to people, well, there's guns in the Mexico, so I guess you need more guns. And then the people who have the guns are saying, well, they have guns, so we need better guns. And it just escalates and escalates and escalates. And I remember, I remember this comic in which, uh, it's just like a school where everyone, it's like, it's just a whole class of people pointing guns at each other. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I mean, that's of course a, a, an absurdist, uh, rendition of the worst possible scenario. Uh, but that's also the way I feel like, you know, it, the moment you start thinking it's more important to have guns that places where, that are safe without them, then you then your laws become laxer towards people getting guns. And I know that right now in Mexico it's illegal for citizens to have guns. Not that that stops them. Uh, but again, I mean, it, it seems like, okay, so there's danger out there. And yes, we are all in our own way trying to avoid danger as much as we can. But I don't, again... It speaks to my privilege that I don't, that I don't, that I don't see how, like, if, if safety was a stat in an RPG. <laughs> okay, yeah. Like, I don't see how gun would add to the safety stat on that RPG. It would add maybe to the, to the, you know, armed stat. It would add to a stat. Totally. But I would not, and again, it, like you say, it's not only you have a gun. It's like you need to take proper care of the gun. Of you need to like. There's a lot of things that need to, that need to happen. And it's like people don't take care of their blenders. You know, like I love cooking, and there's so many play- times that I've gone to a house and I'm like, your oven is a mess. <laughs> and I know for a fact you use this constantly. That is good. That is good. So yeah, you're right. No, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. In that in that respect. <laughs> Absolutely, like, flawless victory. Flawless victory. But the thing, it, it's just, I think in Mexico we have this situation that is very atypical. Because yeah. we have this flooding of guns that come into the country illegally. Mm. We have, I'm looking at the list right now. And they're, give, and, and they're given to people that are in every single way using them to harm other people. Exactly. And to intimidate uh, citizens. Yeah, who... they're not really given to people who are using them to deter or using them to defend or using them for safety. They're given to people who are using them with a, with a very, very bad intent. Now, here I have the list of firearm related death rate per 100,000 inhabitants. Now, we are nowhere near the top, or, or rather, we are near the top because there's, yeah, there's many countries here. So we are What number are we? Uh, we are 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. The United any. States is 12th. Okay. With 19.5 deaths per 100,000 inhabitants. We're actually below that. Then again, take into consideration, Mexico has a third of the population. Um, in 2015, we had 11.5 11. gun-related deaths per 100,000 inhabitants. Okay. Now, these guns are owned by criminals. Yes. So I would like to see what happens if non-criminals start using guns for defense. Responsibly. Properly. Slowly. Not immediately. Know. That's like my example of handing every... You know, issuing every gay gay guy or woman. Yeah, that was a joke. That was obviously, it's yeah, obviously. Yeah, I don't mean yeah, this, guys. Yeah. I don't mean this. But what would happen if we started introducing these? What would happen to the deaths? What would happen if we had uh, we had like a again we lobbied for proper gun ownership, yes. to, like background check, yes, the whole thing. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know. 
And I find that to be a very morbid experiment. It's even, morbid. even as a thought experiment. I mean, that, we already, that, that, we're that's already look, this is, this is actually a thing I, I really wanted to tweet about. And it's about, again, what you were saying about the, the hypotheses, about the hypothetical scenarios and everything. Uh, there was, there was a video I saw recently about radical creativity. And there was also, which, what, I forget the name of the, of the video. Mercy or something. She does a video. She did a video with Philosopher Tube. Um, but what she said was, um, when we write fiction, like when we write fiction, it's usually fiction that sort of says more violence is inevitable and more deaths and more inequality and blah, 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 blah. And it's kind of like, it's really, it's really, it creates a world in which you feel that no matter what you do, uh, things are, aren't going to get better. The thing about fiction is that fiction is false. Yes. And fiction is just an extrapolating, and especially science fiction is an extrapolation of one aspect of society. Usually, it's so. What would happen if, and then you take this one exactly. aspect, and then you take it. And far. what would happen if we started creating fiction that took the best part, like if we created fi like fictional universes which do exist, and you know, uh, in one way or another, Harry Potter is one of them, uh, trying to like bring this back to some sort of closure, but. Um, But it's like, what have you created if we think about how this fictional world where we don't need this or where things are running smoothly and we try to learn from those fictional worlds how things might, you know, w become those fictional worlds. Yeah. Like more Star Trek and less Blade Runner. <laughs> yeah, the, the huge separation in science fiction between optimistic or utopian mm -hmm. and pessimistic or dystopian. But the thing is, and here is the thing. The thing. The thing. In Mexico, we're already in a dystopia. This is already dystopian. Why? Because we cannot stop guns from coming into the country. Mm -hmm. It's impossible to do. Yes. This is a thing that is not... Maybe we build a wall... <laughs> Has anyone thought about this? Like a wall? Look, stop, stop trying to make me the Republican. In this, no, 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 no. no. Like, yeah, it's but, it's kind of funny because we were both basically in favor of the same type of gun control, which is coming at from completely different scenarios. Exactly. But yeah, the, no, the thing is just, we cannot stop them. There is no way you can stop illegal guns mm -hmm. from coming into this country because the drug trade is way too profitable okay. for it to be stopped by any kind of law. Searches, metal detectors, like yeah. there is no way you can stop guns from coming in. Yeah. That Or drugs ship, from going out. Yeah. That ship has sailed. Yes. So being realistic, how would you change the situation to reach this UK type situation? Like, well, I don't, be the first I don't know, but right now I don't see a clear path between citizens having more guns and that happening because that's not addressing the problem, which, as you said, is the drug problem. I would say the, the, the drug problem is one of them, but right now, violence. I mean, drugs, is, violence is a consequence, it's a consequence of, 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 the, of the drug problem. I mean, and, so you, you get, know, and, and the thing, and and, and the thing is, stop it's drugs. anywhere where there is money, because like right now, the avocado trade, like the, the drug lords going into the it's, avocado yes, trade because there's money in there. And it's totally legal to like produce and sell and export an avocado. And still, yeah. you know, people who with guns saw, okay, there's money there and I want that money. So that's a solution. Stop consuming marijuana, US. And start consuming more avocado. But I mean, the drug cartel's gone into the avocado too. So. That's good. That's why I'm for legalization as well of every single drug. Okay. Like just all of them. Yeah, no, we've mentioned this yeah. before. Um, again, I mean, again, it's like if the problems, if the problem comes from the drug cartel, and I'm not saying that's an easy problem to solve, which it isn't, it won't, and yeah. it's international, and it's complicated, and it's transcends class and race and everything. And you assholes just keep going like, oh, I'm going, I love doing a little bit of coke. It's like, oh, Mexicans who do coke, fuck you. Fuck you in the neck with a knife. Like, just, no. I hate you all. Okay. Uh, I'm being very positive today. You're being very positive, yes. No, I mean... Again, uh, we were going to talk about Harry Potter. We were. That and, was going to be the. And topic. we will the next episode. We will, yeah. But I, there's, there's, there was a there was a nice shirt you're wearing. Uh, I, should yeah. take, I should take a photo of that. It's good. I got it from. Well, you can bleep this out later because they can pay money. 
can, yeah, sure, they can pay money, but you can bleep. Make, this, this will be our first bleep. Hot topic. No, it's not hot topic. It's um, it's a place called uh, oh, of course, of course. Great shirts, good prices. What am I even wearing? Oh yeah. Maybe you're wearing one of them. Maybe. No, well, wearing... maybe my my dad gave me this. That would be great. So people from this place pay us money. Send us a shirt. We'll give you... Like, don't even send us... Like, yeah. don't... Just send us shirts. I'm a large. Nice shirts. That get us talking about important issues. Yes. That's the thing. Like, we are always in a situation, trying to get to another situation, trying to deal with the actual situation, and trying to, like, end with several people wanting several situations to be the proper outcome of whatever happens. Say situation again. Situation. Good. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's, it's lost all meaning now. Uh, and... It, But but again, and again, it talks about my privilege. It talks about, like, where I come from. Now, we're both very privileged individuals. Yeah. Like, we own this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, like, it's not that it's far away from me, because, again, my sister's husband. And I'm pretty sure, and again, I have I live... One of the reasons I, I'm sure what I feel safe in my buildings, I know there's so many people there that are military people that I, that I know. And does that, that make you feel safer? I feel... Yeah, I mean... I feel, sa I feel safer that it's a, like a closed building. I feel safer, yes, that there are military people there. Uh, because, and maybe I'm wrong, because it's not like the military is not, it's corruption free. Yeah. It's like thinking, oh, my cop is, my neighbor is a cop. They're generally historically less corrupted. Or this yeah. seems to be the perception. Exactly. And also their families are there, you know? Yeah. It's like, uh, and at least one of them likes me. And maybe it's gone through your head. I mean, it did go through my... Like, when we were living... When my family was living in Xochimilco, we had a military officer living in the house right behind ours. Yeah. And it's stupid, but it made us feel safer that, you know, who would fuck with this guy? Like, the criminals must know, surely. And it's such a naive thing, because do they? Do and again, if they know, then they know who he is. And if they want to fuck with him, they're going to fuck with him properly. So... Um, because I also, uh, where, where, where was it? I had a friend who lived, who ended up, oh, of course, in Cuernavaca, uh, the, um, the street we lived on was a closed street, uh, privada, I don't know how to say that in. It was a gated community. It was a gated, I lived in a gated community within a gated community. There you go. I was, I am that. It's that white. I am that white. Yeah. Uh, and then one, there was a house at the beginning of the, of the, of the gated community. Uh, that was this huge house and usually had like huge parties like going like, and then, and then one day it turned out it was a drug lord's house. So like police came in, military came in, they told us don't go out. I was already out. So my parents called me like, don't come in. Uh, so even when you're, when you think you are safe, you're not, you're not. And, and that's, that's when you get the a gun. That's but again, I don't know what... I mean, I was there. I don't know how it could have made things better. I'm willing to give it a shot, literally. Like, <laughs> I'm just like... I'm willing to give it Look, a shot. I'm willing to have a boyfriend with a gun. That's what I'm willing to do. With yeah. guns. With these guns. Like, with these guns, yeah. All right, yeah. and that brings us to the or end Or a shield, in so. case Captain America's shield. single. <laughs> but his shield is bulletproof. That's why it makes you feel safe. No, well, yeah. Yeah. Bulletproof be bullet like walls, you know, actual walls are nice to have. Yeah, the, that's privilege yeah. having walls and walls within walls and within walls. Like, how many doors do you have to get through to get to my place? Several. Well, two, but I mean, <laughs> just two. But just it being two. Yeah, that's already like come on. And you have a security person. I well, there, well yeah, he very... does. He does enjoy to sleep though. I mean, it's just. Ah, uh, yeah. I love that. I love that. We we and hire he, security he's people, unarmed. and then we pay them the minimum wage, and I expect them to be awake for. 24... No, no. Seriously, I don't. Like the other day. Oh. I've dropped dropped something. Uh, the other day, my I've got my neighbors are assholes. I don't know if they speak English, but if they if they speak English, you're all assholes, all of you, because they've got this uh, WhatsApp group chats. I'm not part of it because I'm not an owner. Okay, I'm just a renter. Yeah, same so, thing in my building. Yeah. Uh, but they have, and uh, but the 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 flat is my uh, boyfriend's, so he is in the group. And the other day, like two or three weeks ago, these cunts. Came in at 1 a.m. and the guy was asleep. Yeah. And they videoed him being asleep. And, and they, sent, they sent the video to the group. 
And I am not part of the group, which is all for the better, because I would have got, gotten like, how much are you paying this guy? Like, I'm no, sorry. actually, what I'm really, what I'm really glad about uh, the, the WhatsApp group in my in my building is that a lot when they complain about like the secure people doing stuff like that, like because they have a lot of things to do because it's it's like it's a large place. It's actually four buildings, and it there's like two floors of like uh, parking parking spaces. So like sometimes when he's doing his rounds, he's not there to like buzz people in. Yeah, and they're like, where is? It? Like, well, you know, if you, like. You want what you want is two people to be taken, and I get it because you do want again. You want so to you have to pay more for your maintenance yeah, and, fees, and they don't want, and they don't want that. Yeah. It's it's this, it's this horrible thing. So anyway, anyway, this was a bleak episode. I loved it. That was a bleak episode. That's gonna be the quote of the episode. You know what? It's just yeah. I. It's funny. It's funny it's because funny. I, I have I've have I have had a lot of people who have this cognitive dissonance of. How can you be liberal and anti-war and, you know, all these hippie things that yeah. I am and still be pro-gun? I think it's, and it's part like, of the thing... Politics the, are not part of the thing is binary. Always, it's always, exactly. It's always, politics is like gender. It's always... It's a, Fuck it's you. Not go there. Now, and that's, that's when I made all the Republicans listening to us go, like, what? Politics is like gender. It's non-binary. <laughs> Fuck you. That's it. What's your, when, where can they follow you? They can follow me. Okay. If you've got any, any bad feedback at all, you can follow me at Mintonarel, M-I-N-T-O-N-A-R-E-L. Um, no. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And you have good feedback? If you have good feedback, you can follow, you can follow me at Luis Augusto. No, sorry. At <laughs> Mr. Drama, Luis Augusto. You can find me using either of those. You will probably yeah, find Yes, it's cool. It. Yeah. Uh, we're on Mexicans at Twitter and Facebook. I'm trying to set up an Instagram people, but it's not happening. Uh, thank you so much for listening and we will see you. We will see you. We'll, you will listen to us later. Bye. Bye. Drop that gun. No. Get out of my property. <laughs> Get out of my property, I'm telling you.